1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale. Brewed by the award-winning team at Brick Lane Brewing. Drink responsibly. Access to the best in construction industry training. Call Master Builders Victoria today. Afternoons on SEN. Welcome back to the show. Julian De Stook sitting in for Dwayne Russell. So 14 days to go to the 2022 AFL National Draft. So we're going back 14 years today to the 2008 National Draft. Uh, Jack Watts pick one. Nick Natanui pick two. Stephen Hill pick three. Uh, some of the other notables in that draft. Michael Hurley pick five. Daniel Rich still playing. Pick seven. Jack Zebel still playing. Pick nine. Phil Davis still playing. Pick ten. Still side bottom. Still playing. Pick eleven. Uh, other premiership players out of that draft, Ryan Schoenmakers, Luke Shuey, Jack Redden, Jordan Ruffhead, Liam Shields, Lee Brown. It also included Rory Sloan, pick 44, Michael Walters, pick 53, Dan hannabury pick 30, Dane Beams, 29, uh, David Zarrakis, 23, Hayden Ballantyne, 21. So a pretty strong draft uh, when you look back on it. The Tigers that year had pick eight and they selected our next guest, Tyrone Vickery's been good enough to join us to, to go back down memory lane this afternoon. G'day, Ty.
0: Hey, mate. How you
1: going? Very good. Uh, great to catch up. Before we go back uh, to your memories of the draft and, and having a look back through your AFL career, where's your footy journey taken you on since?
0: Um, so, probably when I finished with AFL, probably took yeah, two, three years off, wasn't really interested and just yeah wanted a break from it all and yeah never really envisioned playing and then sort of fell into a bit of a coaching role at Oakley Charges and, and sort of got a bit more passion back for it. And yeah, back playing now, just local footy just down at Springvale with a few mates. Um, yeah, so that's that's where it sort of led me at this point.
1: You doing some coaching there as well?
0: Uh, at Springvale, yeah, I try and help out. Nothing in an official capacity, but uh, yeah, just try and try and help out where I can and, and support the coaches as best I can.
1: How have you found it back playing at the local level?
0: Um, yeah, it's been oh look, it's you know, it is really pure football. Everyone's there for the uh you know, for the love of it, for the love of the community, you know, love of the sport and that. So it's it's been a really nice change, you know, it's not obviously not the pressure that, that comes with high levels. Um but yeah, it's uh certainly been it is different football in many ways and uh and that, but it's it's really fun, you know, it's it's a great way to to even just socialise with for twice a week at training and that sort of thing, I've I've really thrived on.
1: Well, as you said, you retired in twenty seventeen, just twenty seven years of age. Your, your passion for the game had gone. So in those sort of two or three years following, before as you said, you you got involved with the Chargers and and the love came back. Did did you watch much footy? Did you just stay away from footy? Full stop. How did you actually do it?
0: Um, I probably the last game I probably watched was the Richmond Richmond Granny, just because. Obviously, I had so many mates playing and and that sort of thing. And then, yeah, then I basically went and travelled overseas for a couple of years um, with my wife, and that was it. Yeah, I didn't really keep up with any football. Didn't really, yeah, didn't really watch any or, or keep up to date with anything. No, I didn't. Yeah, just sort of didn't really have an interest for, for those two two to three years.
1: How'd you feel when the Tigers won that flag? in obviously, they went on to nineteen and twenty. But how'd, how'd you feel when they won the flag in seventeen?
0: Oh, just it was it was just so happy for the guys. Like you know you. There were a lot of guys there. I played my full eight years. That I played at Richmond with, and you know, you, there was a lot of tough times there. And just to see them, and you know, being able to see how how hard they worked, you know, right from the age of twenty, right up to you know twenty six when they're winning it, was um, yeah, it was really special. It was it was just such a such a great occasion to watch. Absolutely.
1: So let's go back to two thousand eight. We're speaking of Ty Vickery, pick eight for the Tigers in the two thousand and eight National Draft. Year. Your last couple of years before being drafted were interesting. You had the the, the serious knee injury, and then you you bounced back and you in your top age year finished all Australian. What what are your memories of the build up to the draft and and what your expectations were going into the night?
0: Um, oh look, it was a it was a pretty hectic time, you know. So we, you know, we used to have draft camp up at the AIS in Canberra, and that was obviously just a massive occasion, and everyone flying in from all over the country, and you know you. You clock that in, you get all your all your interviews done with clubs and then it keeps going and then you sort of try and knuckle down and get your exams done and sort of my timing was that three days after my last exam or two days was when the draft was, so I, I really had no time to really, you know, enjoy and just relax or anything, it just sort of went one to the other and then two days later, you're day one at your at your club, so I just remember it being just a really hectic time, but it's, it's, it was so exciting, you know, like you you don't know where you're going to go you don't know who else is going to go to the same club you don't know where your mates are going to go it was um yeah it was just a, it was a re- just a really special time for an yeah for an 18 year old
1: did you did you think it was going to be richmond was richmond high on the radar before the draft and talking to you or what where were you think you were heading when you were going into draft not
0: um yeah by draft time i think it was it was sounding like unless there was a real curveball but that was how it was sort of going to fall um i think some drafts probably become really predictable for the top 10, uh, you know, a couple of days out. And then others just, there are, there's genuine, you know, genuine intrigue and, and no one quite knows. Um, but mine was sort of, yeah, I think from memory, you know, within the last week, it was looking like it was, it was really going to, it was going to go that way. Just as much as anything, because there was, you know, there's no trading picks on the night or anything like that. So it would sort of, it was all very settled.
1: What are your memories of your first preseason at at Tigerland, uh, Ty? Because it was the preseason where Ben Cousins came to the club. There was so much hype and so much interest around uh, how Ben was going to go and the fact that Richmond were giving you another chance. What are your memories of that first summer?
0: Yeah, it was it was a really you know it was a it was a list that was primed to you know age wise to play finals. I think you know there was probably eight guys over thirty years old. There was you know, Matthew Richardson, Kane Johnson, Troy Simmons, like, a lot of Nathan Brown, a lot of these guys, Joel Bowden, they were sort of they were on there. Well, what ended up being there last year, but um, yeah, it was so it was really high expectations, and you sort of come in and Richmond had traded away a few of the picks, so there was only myself and one other young young guy in the national draft and a couple other rookies. So it was sort of you know from the get go, it was it was really it was really serious training to win and and that sort of thing with you know with a lot of really you know club champions that were were obviously right at the end. Um. And then you know it sort of didn't didn't pan out the way the way it sort of went you know with the coach sort of getting fired after probably eight rounds and yeah and it was it was really relentless with the media I just remember thinking it was just normal that they were at the front gate every day you know like because it was Ben Cousins or then onto you know multiple losses and coach sackings and that sort of thing so yeah it was um you just you don't sort of realise what's normal and what's not when you're that age you just walk in and you no know, no one wants to talk to me so it didn't you know, it didn't affect my life no. No cameraman was asking me anything, but, um, yeah, it was just, I just thought it was just a crazy, crazy world, but that's what Ben Cousins was like. He was sort of probably hard for people to comprehend now who didn't see him when he was going, but just, just how big he was, you know, Arguably bigger than any player right now who's playing, you know, bigger than Dustin Martin in his peak and all that sort of thing. It was just, um, yeah, he was a rock star. Status.
1: Yeah, he was a rock star. Uh, Jaden Post was the other Tiger that was recruited with you uh, in that national draft. Like like all big guys, Ty, it, take, it takes a while to build up the body and get comfortable at senior level. Was it around about the 2013 season when you, you, you thought you had your breakthrough and were starting to feel comfortable playing senior footy?
0: Um, yes, yeah, so obviously, you know, we played a few games in the back end of, the fir- of my first season, and then second one, played, played a few more, and, and it was it was a tough role, because it was back before the sub rule, initial sub rule came in, and so you played two Ruckman, and it was seven minutes on, seven minutes off, and it was, um, you know, I was just trying to find my feet there, and, and probably really struggling, but I mean, I was still quite young, and then the sub rule comes in, the initial one, with the green vest, um, three on the bench, um, and that sort of forced me to play forward and second ruck. And, and that really helped me. I was, you know, probably more of a, you know, turned into more of a natural forward than, even though I hadn't really played it before. Um, and then, yeah, sort of went from there. And, you know, after a few seasons and gets a bit easier and you've got, you know, you're learning off really good players like sort of, you know, Jack Rewalt And they brought in Brad Miller as sort of a veteran as well to, to help guide us. Um, yeah, and probably at the age of 23, you start really feeling comfortable and you're you're much more about the team's performance. Initially, in the first few years, it's it's really selfishly about you. You're you're really concerned about your own performance, getting kicks and stats and that sort of thing. And, you know, like you sort of transition into really buying into playing your role and what's best for the team once you, you know, once you become comfortable in your own skin, I think.
1: How do you look back on your AFL career, Ty? You sort of mentioned 2009, you know, there's cameras everywhere and, but it was okay for you because no one was interested in speaking to you at that stage. But your career was, it was heavily scrutinised for the good and the bad now that you've been away from it for quite some time. How do you look back on your AFL journey?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, look, as you said, it it probably was, it was pretty heavily scrutinised. You know, I didn't help myself with a few things, you know, those tribunal appearances, things like that. Um, Look, at the end of the day, I reflect that, you know, I know at times I played some really good footy in a a really good Richmond, Richmond team. You know, we finished I think fifth twice and you know really close to fourth as well. Um yeah, I mean, look, I certainly look back with you know, you look back with no regrets knowing that in the moment you you, know, you did your best and you, and you did what you thought was right.
1: And just finally before I let you go, you what's your role at local footy? You're just the big bear in the square and just kick it up high to you. You're spending some time in the ruck How's the bo- as <laughs> the
0: body. Um the body's actually not too bad. I think the sort of four years away from football really helped. Um so, I mean, I don't. I try and get up and gra- up and down the ground a little bit, and, and spend a little bit of time in the ruck. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, it is a as I said, it's just a different game, you know. It's you can if you really want to do, just sort of stay thirty meters out and not really run and that sort of thing. Which, as I said, was really really hard for me to get used to that there were play that there were players like that. And yeah, so it was I, I play a bit of a mix, but at the end of the day, it's just more about fun and the most fun you can have. at local footy, I think, is winning. So I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty flexible. I just enjoy, you know, enjoy playing with the teammates and, and giving off a few goals to them and, and seeing the enjoyment they get from it.
1: Well, Ty, great to catch up. It was a, it was an excellent career. It was a, you know you had plenty of time at uh, Richmond, played in some finals as well. But uh, it's great to hear you loving footy again. Now, thanks so much for taking our call this afternoon.
0: No, thanks, Julian.
1: Great to chat to Ty Vickery, pick eight in the 2008 National Draft. Want to witness the world's biggest football game?